Hello again, everyone. This is Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting, and this is yet another episode of The Resilient Entrepreneur. In today's podcast, and even with the next few podcasts, I'm going to have really more questions for you. Sometimes I bring you things that are more of an idea or content, and this is really something really just a, a one long podcast that's nothing more than one big question for you. And that is, are you reading into things too much? And what that really gets to is whether you, in a moment or an instance, you read into things too much, and it is actually putting a chokehold on your business or your career. And here's here's what I'm getting at with this. In watching my friends, watching colleagues, watching and working with clients, I can literally sit here and run out of my podcast time giving you examples of how people will put a chokehold on their own business or career by reading into things too much. I'll give you an example. I actually just I I watched someone send a text message to someone else and they immediately see the bubbles coming up and they're immediately assuming that they're going to write something bad back. And and ultimately the person wrote something that was really somewhat innocuous, but we get that nervous pit in our stomach that we write something and then we see the little bubbles. We don't even know what they're going to say yet, but we just assume that they're going to say something bad. And we can take that one small, tiny instance and apply that to a much, much bigger picture where we assume when we walk into a room to talk to someone about something that they're not going to like it. And if you've ever heard someone start with the phrase, you're not going to like this, but... I have to tell you something. Well, how do you know I wasn't going to like it? It might be that I actually appreciate the insight. It and and even if I don't like it, you seasoning it with the negativity on the front end doesn't help it at all. It starts me off thinking this should be bad. And you know, that's that's yet another example. Think of yourself as an influencer. And I don't mean a social media influencer. I'm talking about you are an influencer and it really doesn't matter where your position is in the business or where your team members' positions are. I can literally make a case that every person in your business or in your practice is an influencer. And as an example, you may have hired Mandy, the brand new receptionist, to sit out and answer the phone and greet your customers or patients walking through the front door And I can make a case for you that Mandy is one of the most influential people in your practice, your business, because the smile on her face or the lack of attention when that person walks in the room defines the perceptions that customer or patient is going to have about you and your practice or your business. And if we take other examples, um, and so I was getting at an influencer with this, is, you know, are we reading into things too much? If we start off and tell somebody, you're not going to like filling out this initial paperwork we have for you, but, well, now I hate it. So instead, if we word things in a more positive way, it's amazing how we can influence the outcome. So yes, every one of you are an influencer. We may also read into things. This was another great example of something that's literally etched in my brain, and I see this basically every month. I mean, but this one really, really stood out to me. And I'm sure every one of you will be able to relate to this one. And I I had gone and visited with a client of mine 
and they had a patient that came in and they and I was there observing and watching what they were doing for the day and and figuring out, you know, what they were already doing really well and how we can capitalize on that and then we were, I was figuring out how can I then take what they've got and further it and move the needle in a positive direction for them. And in doing that, they had one consultation. And even before the consultation, they were reviewing their schedule for the day. And they said, you know, we have this lady coming in at whatever time of the day it was. And it's unfortunate she's scheduled for today. I would have liked you to have had a different one to observe that day. And I didn't really say anything much. I just kind of went on with it because I really didn't understand what they were getting at at the time. But what it all boiled down to was um, this was a consultation for a patient who had, they were presenting three different treatment options. And option, one option was $5,000. The second option was $20,000. And the third option was $40,000. And they walked in the room. You could see the doctor and you could see his treatment coordinator walking in that room. And they just assumed before they even walked in, we're wasting our time. This this was like a colossal waste of our time and our schedule because nothing's going to happen with this. And for any of you thinking, oh, how terrible of the doctor, I can guarantee you every person listening to this has done the same thing in the past in some way, shape, or form. You may you may meet a, you know, if you're a real estate agent, you meet a buyer, you think, oh, well, they can't afford it. Look at the car they're driving. Or, you know, you may go to a restaurant and you see someone and think, well, they can't afford it. You know, it, it, everyone does it in some way, shape or form. So this doctor and treatment coordinator went in the room and they presented all three options and they came back out and what they were basing all this off of was, uh, the patient was the wife and the husband was there with her as well as he should have been because it was a, it was a kind of a big deal. And the doctor and the treatment coordinator walked back out and they're just shaking their heads, you know, since after the patient had left and husband had left and said, you know, yeah, that's not going to happen. And it was all because the patient and husband, they were on fixed income. They had one vehicle and they lived in a, um, I believe in a single or double wide trailer. So they just assumed with all of that, that, they can't afford this. They're not doing anything. And the and the husband even said something somewhat disparaging uh, towards the end of the consult, which basically, um, uh, I think he said something to the effect of, we'll be buying you a uh, blender on the way home because evidently it, it hurt for the wife to eat and he didn't see the point in spending the money. So, of course, the, t- the, uh, the staff wanted to see her fix her teeth and or see the wife fix her teeth and then go find herself a new husband, which I can't really disagree with. But interestingly enough, a month later, just a month later, the the wife called back and said, I'm going with a forty thousand dollar option and I have the money. And that that whole scenario, that whole event is burned and etched into my memory because it is literally one of the best examples I have ever witnessed where someone basically had already read into the situation. They already came to a conclusion as to what the outcome was going to be. They weren't even really going to give it a good college try. They weren't even open-minded about it. And the patient still came back and went for the best option. And I'm assuring you, I know that there are examples of whether 
of where you or your team might be doing the exact same thing, where you automatically present the lesser option to someone, or you pass someone off because you just assume that there's no way. And in today's world, there's just no way of knowing. There are people walking around out there that have insane amounts of money, and they don't drive a brand new car. They don't dress flashy. They don't do anything crazy. In fact, some of you would probably even say some of the ones that have all the flash and dash are the ones that don't actually have the money. But that's a, that's a completely different topic. We're just talking about where we may read into a situation and we're, as I said earlier, we're choking off the opportunity for our business because we don't allow this to play out the way that it should. We don't allow, we don't even give it our best for this individual because we've already come to the conclusion it's a waste of our time. So it's a reflective question. It's something that you might want to, you know, you could even take this and write it out and put it on your computer. You could take it and present it to your team at your next team meeting. But this is a really great example of where I will usually find opportunities with every client that I've ever worked with where they're just passing off opportunity because they've already come to a conclusion. So that, my friends, is your Resilient Entrepreneur podcast for today. If you, Again, if you have any questions, comments, anything else that you'd love to uh, for me to talk about in the future, some of these that I bring to you are from my clients or from other people that listen to these podcasts, so I'm happy to do that. So stay tuned for the next Resilient Entrepreneur podcast where I talk about one of the most inexpensive things that you have at your disposal, which can cause or create the highest ROI of anything you've got in your business or your practice.